podcast fam it's your boy ja with another episode for you however this episode is an interview with as you read trace bell trace bell offered a course online called living the spiral about spiral dynamics and if that word sounds crazy to you it sounded crazy to me but man oh man it opened up my eyes and we will dig deeper into what that actually means trace bell is a cool ass dude my boy if you're listening freaking that was a good ass convo we had bro and anyways just wanted to make this intro for you trace i mean him and his dad have both had great influences in my life but in particular coming across his father's work trace's dad rob about 15 years ago in my life just he just had a really big influence on me spiritually and not so much of my life spirituality and authenticity and connection to to self to god uh so yeah um trace is his son rob's son and i'll put both of their info here as you can see in, in the in the show notes but um but yeah just i hope you get so much value from from this talk from this interview and learn a little bit more about spiral dynamics about consciousness about the cool thing happening in society awareness awakening just these these cool dope topics that are being talked about more and more in conversation with others so enjoy the show guys make sure to give yeah check out trace's website and um yeah and even his his dad rob bell's website as well i know you won't be disappointed so guys have a lovely day sit back kick back enjoy this interview me and my boy trace Here we go. Trace, my man. How you doing? Welcome to the Justin and Gary podcast, brother. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's your day going, brother? Really good. Really good. It's a beautiful day up here in Northern California. A little, it's been raining here, which has been really nice. I have like that post rain kind of um, nice, nice kind of nice cloudy, but also a little sunny weather. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's raining here too, but I mean, I think it gets a little cooler over there, if I'm not mistaken, because here we're always chilling in the 80s in Miami. Really? Even in the winters? Yeah, dude. Damn. <laughs> It'll oh drop God. like maybe like into the 70s, uh, but dude, I've been on Christmas and I'm like, yo, can we go to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was when I lived in Southern California. Uh, it's, it's that warm but I've, never, I've only been to florida and like i've never been to florida in the winter so i've never actually like experienced a florida winter but that makes sense yeah. it'd be that warm yeah dude i um i'm really glad we get to to talk man and i really i want to let everybody know I, I was in a course that that uh that trace offered called spiral dynamics and understanding the spiral and that course, bro, it, it, it really helped me a lot. I think, I don't know if you remember the first day I was like, yeah, I have a vague understanding. I kind of see it like karate belts, you know, and just being able to go through it was, was awesome. And I'll definitely put, you know, all your, all your info, man, so people could reach out to you. But I really wanted to, you know, we could talk about a variety of things, but I feel like the spiral would be just a bit more on point coming out of the course. Um. Bro, how did you get into that stuff? 
Yeah. So, so my dad has been teaching spiral dynamics and for anyone listening who doesn't know what spiral dynamics is, it's a psychological development model that maps the patterns of growth in individuals and collectives. So it shows how individual humans grow over the course of their lives and also how groups grow. So how uh, communities, how countries grow, and it maps this, this development throughout the course of history. And it also maps this development throughout people's lives right now. So it's very fascinating how you can look historically and see how human beings and collectives and groups grew throughout these, these stages of development. Um, and then you can also see right now how human, how they go, th go through these stages of development um, in their own, in their lives right now. Yeah, I should, so, yeah, I my, should say, I should just sorry to cut you off, but I should say that I think the common human in the world hasn't heard of the word spiral dynamics. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not a super, it's not a super mainstream model. It's not really a household name. It's, a, it's used in a lot of um, psycho, like a lot of uh, psychology circles, um, spirituality circles. It's kind of used in sort of more um, kind of academic circles, which is great, but I think really the power of it recently has it has um, been how it's kind of been permeating the mainstream a little bit more. Um, so yeah, so my dad has been teaching in spiral dynamics. My dad is is Rob Bell, spiritual teacher, author, creative. Um, yeah. He's been he's been teaching spiral dynamics for the past like I think he said like over a decade. Like I remember when I was in like middle school, I remember him talking about spiral dynamics. So I grew up in a family. Both my mom and him have a um, have a knowledge and an understanding of it. And he was teaching it. So I grew up in a family where they were using the vernacular and, and kind of talking about it. So I kind of grew up with the language a lot, but I didn't really fully understand it. And then two years ago, when I was 21, my dad just sat me down and it was like, it was a very Rob Bell moment. He sat down with like two blank white sheets of paper with like a, with a marker. And he was like, listen, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to explain this dynamics to you. And then he just wrote it out on these two sheets of paper, which was pretty awesome. And then I had, I had the two, I saved the two sheets of paper. Like I have, I had them um, saved in my room for a while. Cause it was just like an awesome kind of an awesome moment. So he, he sat down and kind of really explained the whole model to me and really explained all the implications of it. And it was, it was great because it was kind of, like I had already heard so much about it, heard so much about it growing up um, that it was just really putting like a language framework to a lot of stuff that I had already like knew and kind of intuited and experienced. Um, so it was really, it was really awesome how I was able to see my own growth in the model, see, understand others growth and understand like other dynamics around me through the model. Um, so yeah, so it's, it, it was really my dad, really, I'm, I'm super fortunate and lucky that I had a dad that was, um, you know, had such a great knowledge of it and um, was teaching it. And then we just sat down and just helped me learn it. Totally, bro. Totally. Yeah. I want to, I want to jump in there and say like, dude, your, your dad's really been a massive influence in my life spiritually. And uh, yeah, dude, Same. like I can remember being like in high school and like, we went into like chapel and then the guy put on like a, an old school Numa video. Your pups had like some blonde hair, bro. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and uh, and dude, like ever since then, you know, I was like 16, but I remember going to college and I was I remembered that name and I typed it in and I was like, oh, I started learning and learning and learning. When he came to Miami, I actually got to to meet him because oh, nice. Uh, yeah, he did like a, a thing here and like, dude, he was so cool. Like when uh when I went up when I went up to him, I was like, bro, like I've been looking at you, watching you since like high school and like this and this. And then he goes, and now we are here. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally something he would say. And you actually, that was a really good, 
that was a really good uh, impression of him too. That's like that's exactly like how he what he would say and how he would say it too. And I was just like, <laughs> it was almost like this whole consciousness thing, like the present moment, like he's bringing it here, and I was like, yeah, that's totally like robonic, like you would say that. <laughs> but uh but yeah and then ever and then i i think i went um he was at a he came back to miami and um i was at a bookstore and and he was doing like signing or or whatever for books and oddly enough it was the day like his show was the day of a classico madrid and Mm. and Mm -hmm. i'm super barca but i was like even more barca so i couldn't miss the game and he's like are you coming tomorrow and i'm like dude there's like this big game like i I can he's like what like a soccer game and I was like yeah and he's like dude like just come I'm like I don't even have tickets he's like don't worry just show up and like tell them you're on the list <laughs> and bro I missed the game and I went to the to the conference and everything bro <laughs> <laughs> I did, I love that story I, I love that story also because I know my dad's a big soccer fan too so yeah. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's hilarious. That's that was awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was funny, man. We were like, he he does this thing. Well, I don't know if he still does it, where he like took a picture with everyone that was in attendance. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I remember being on tour with him, and like, yeah, afterwards it was like there would just be a long line, and he would just like take pictures and sign stuff with everyone. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, bro. And like, and like, I was like, yeah, what? That's so cool. And we like, uh, that's where I yeah. I was just like, this guy's, this guy's unique, you know? So I say all that to everybody listening. Cause uh, yeah, Trace's dad just had a massive impact on my life and still does um, uh, spiritually. And then obviously through him, like I, I heard you on the podcast on his podcast. And then I saw you were taking courses and I was like, man, like this guy seems like friggin' dope as hell too. So <laughs> I got to connect with him, man. <laughs> man i love it yeah thank you for all that yeah he's yeah. My, my dad's my dad's the best i'm 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 grateful that he's my father every day i mean it's, he's been an amazing amazing influence amazing he's my best friend he's just an amazing person that's badass bro yeah that's badass man yeah, yeah. well i gotta watch some man united with you guys or something bro yeah yeah that'd be that that would be amazing yeah we've, we've, we've been talking about going out to a game we've been talking about trying to we've been kind of talking about making a trip out to England at some point to go to Premier League. He really, he likes Liverpool. So he really wants to go to Anfield. Um, oh, and, shit. Yeah. Um, which I would be, I would be, you know, down to go to Anfield. I would just be in enemy territory. Um, uh, but I, yeah, but he also wants to go to Old Trafford too, but we've been, we were discussing it for a while, but when I was in college, it was kind of harder because I was more, I was busier with college and then COVID hit and that kind of like shut down travel. So I think, I think, um, sometime soon he has a european tour next year so i think that um i think we're gonna hit up some some stadiums Bye, and, bro yeah Bye, man i mean either, yeah. either either if it's enfield or old trafford like you're around some diehard fans and you're gonna have an incredible experience definitely i've never been to a premier league game either so i i, I really want to i really want to check out premier league fire fire but yeah i just wanted to to say that uh to everyone listening um because rob bell is like a really notable figure in the world um i think he's in time magazine a top 100 most influential people so yeah it's been really good but going back to to the spiral i want to say for for me coming out of your course um i like i started reflecting more i guess i want to know like okay where where am i in the stream of consciousness like Cause it's hard not to make it a goal to open up your mind into different levels, but I guess 
because I'm, I'm a trainer, you know, I'm a coach. I've always been about, you know, this blue way of seeing the world. And, and you can put that blue way into the spiral, right? And see it like that. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow my consciousness. So for everyone that's not so familiar with the whole things and these colors and stuff, but what would you say is the best way for a human being to grow their consciousness? Great question. Um, and I, I would say the, everything you said is so important because you're right. It's, you don't want when, when people learn the spiral, oftentimes like they view it in a very hierarchical nature of like, there's certain levels that are better than other levels and more advanced. And I just want to like move up as far as I can. And it's like that impulse is good in a sense, because it means that people want to grow and want to expand their consciousness and grow into more levels of depth and complexity and intricacy. But that can also be a, a bit of a trap of just viewing it as like, like an, so achievement based of like, I just want to achieve this level. Um, so it's a bit of a paradox of like, your goals should be to grow and open up and, and open to more worldviews and more perspectives and, and increase your compassion and empathy for others and move into these higher levels of development. Um, at the same time, it shouldn't become just another thing you're trying to achieve, you know? So it's like a, it's, it's, it's a bit of a paradox. And yeah. I would say that the most, the most important thing to me is I think one of the, the most profound implications of the spiral is that you, you, in order to grow, you have to remain open-minded and you have to be able to see yourself in others. Um, what keeps so many people stuck in their lives is they're not open. They're not open-minded. They're committed to certain kinds of beliefs. So it's, so they, they spend their lives kind of defending just certain kinds of beliefs that they have, and they're yeah. not open at all to other ways of viewing the world and other perspectives. Um, and the pro and it keeps people stuck because they're constantly just defending their perspective and they think their perspective is the only right one. So to me, I mean, the classic example of that is you have like, um, uh, a fundamentalist Christian arguing with like a fundamentalist atheist and the fundamentalist Christian is saying God exists. And the atheist is saying, no, God doesn't exist. Why don't you believe what I believe? And the Christian is saying, why don't you believe what I believe? And it's like, they're just butting heads because both of those people are just defending their perspectives and not seeing they're, they, they're just, they're not seeing that there are other perspectives and not acknowledging. And, and um, they're just viewing that their truth is the only right one. So I would say for the spiral, you, the spiral maps how humans get stuck in these certain perspectives and just get stuck believing, defending their beliefs. Um, and then you see, this is why we have so much uh, kind of dysfunction and so much, so many disagreements and so much arguing in our culture and society is because there's all these different perspectives that think that their perspective is the only right one. And they're constantly trying to push their viewpoints on the other, uh, other people. So I would say the most important thing for growing on the spiral and, and evolving your consciousness um, is to, to remain, I, I would call it like radically open-minded, which doesn't mean you just mm. believe, it doesn't mean you just believe anything that anyone says. It just means that you keep an open mind and you don't have that defensiveness about your own position. You recognize that yeah. your position can grow. You can, you can change your views. Changing your views is a lot of people think that like changing your views is a bad thing or something. It's actually a very positive thing. It means you're growing yeah. and developing. Um, yeah. So I would say the most important thing is to really, instead of taking this kind of defensive perspective towards others that might not have your same um, viewpoints and values, actually trying to understand them, trying to understand things that are outside your paradigm and really pushing yourself and expanding yourself. That's the most important thing. So good, man. That's so good. I mean, that's what, I think that's what keeps society stuck or, or not just society, but individual humans uh, mm -hmm 
is being so strong-headed because in, in some regard it's healthy to be strong on your beliefs right because we're mm-hmm. don't be loose about everything but there is again a paradox of like to, to be strong and have faith in what you believe but hold it open at the same time yes yep and that's that's hard to do that takes somebody who has like a, a high level of i, I want to say consciousness and and uh present to their to themselves yeah absolutely you you nailed it it's a it's a it's a par- the paradox is like a inherent theme in growth and spirituality and the spiral where it's about having having beliefs about reality is very powerful i mean having the belief that um, one of the beliefs I hold is um, that life is being done for us rather than life happening to us. Um, yeah. Not taking this, not taking this victim mentality of life is when things don't go my way. Um, not taking that perspective of like, uh, you know, I'm a victim in this situation. Life is happening to me and I'm just helpless. It's actually yeah. viewing everything in my life, all the challenge, all, all the trials, all the tribulations is actually um something happening for me and happening for my growth. So that's a very, like, that's a belief at my, that's a belief I hold very strongly. Um, and it's very important for my life. And then like, like holding that belief, um, very strongly is like really important, but it's also, uh, those kind of healthy beliefs are really important to hold strongly, but the health, but the, the beliefs that are, are about separation and the beliefs about, um, that, you know, my, my tribe, my clan is the only right one. Everyone else is, is enemies or all the, all the non-believers are, are going to hell and they're the bad people. They're the enemies. Like the, the beliefs that create separation when those beliefs are held onto, then you get the, the really, the, the fighting and the separation that we see in a lot of our society. So it's, yeah. it's, it, it's about seeing what kind of beliefs and you're, and you're also right. It's about holding, holding your beliefs that you really feel in your heart strongly but also recognizing that it's not about constantly defending them and constantly trying to push them on others. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a balance. It's tricky. It is, man. It is. When you, when you were talking earlier and I asked you about consciousness, you said that word awareness. And for some reason, I've always seen them synonymous with one another. And um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like I, I hear this word now more than ever, like, at 34, I'm like, man, like I've, I've been hearing this word a lot more than I did 10 years ago and words like consciousness, awareness, presence, Mm. it's energy. Like we, like it's so much more present in, in, uh, in today's conversation than it was 10 years ago. Do you feel like, like something's happening to society and consciousness where we're really valuing these words? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, more and more people are waking up. More and more people are are waking up to um, they're waking up spiritually, and they're really these words are are going from just being words to af- actually having like a real kind of experiential quality to them. Like presence isn't just something presence, consciousness, awareness. They aren't just kind of like words to people anymore. They're actually like pointing to something very real and, and very true in their hearts. Um, yeah. So and, and those words have been, I mean, across. Um, across the centuries, the many centuries of spiritual teachings, um, those words have been used by all different types of traditions and and to point to something, to point to what's always here and what's right, what's always now, which is the presence that we feel right now, the awareness that we feel right now is always here, always right now. And and spirituality spirituality boils down to connecting back to the present moment and living in the present moment. So these words are just very helpful pointers that are pointing... um, 
pointing people to that. And it's, it's interesting because my dad and I did a whole series called Saturday School where we talked about awareness. And it was interesting watching different people's reaction to it because um, people would kind of attach to the word itself and kind of think that we were like, I had to tell them like the word awareness is not a descriptor, it's a pointer. Like we're not mm. trying to, to describe some sort of philosophy or ideology. We're actually trying to point to something that's really real and right here. And actually, yeah. so that's why spiritual teachings get tricky because you can't, you can't actually describe the, the indescribable, which is what you're doing with spirituality. Yeah. Um, so you have to use, you have to use words in a very skillful way that kind of points people back to what's yes. always here and what's always now. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I, every time we talk about uh, spirituality or when I talk about spirituality with someone, I always try to think like, how does this apply in everyday living? Cause sometimes we get caught like in the spiritual yogi realms and it's like, well, what, how do, what does this have to do with me pouring coffee or sucking? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I, and like, I think about like business, right. And I love that world as well. And one of the biggest like business influencers, best entrepreneurs, Gary V. Like, I love that guy. And he's like all about this word self-awareness. And he's mm. like your greatest asset as like a business leader. When you become self-aware, you go on offense. And he pushes so much empathy and kindness. And he talks about the new business leader is someone who isn't like the dictator over their business, but instead like the servant leader who shows grace and empathy, like and kindness. Mm. So I feel like like there's like this shake that's happening. Yeah. More off your point within within society and people are waking up and realizing like and, and maybe this ties into the spiral with it with a new consciousness coming into to our world. Like that's crazy, bro. Like what do you you think that like how does that even happen, man? This new teal and all that stuff. I, I think you nailed it. You, you just nailed it because what the spiral shows is that consciousness over time in, has an upward trajectory and in, in increasing um, ability for um, compassion, wholeness, empathy, complexity, depth. And what you're seeing right now is just a natural evolution of consciousness. I mean, I've, I've noticed it in so many self-help circles, how, how prominent the idea is that you're the observer of your thoughts. You're not your thoughts. A lot of people live completely wrapped up in their thoughts. Like their thoughts just completely control their lives. And a lot yeah. of self-help circles are like, no, actually you're the awareness that's aware of your thoughts. They're creating a distance between pe their pe um, people and their thoughts. They're the, the awareness and their thoughts, which is a very, very like a very profound spiritual idea. And also a very practical, like everyday, everyday kind of, um, help to people because it's like if you so so there's like a there's a merging of these really important spiritual concepts and spiritual teachings and just like practical kind of self self-help self-actualization self-awareness kind of teachings which i think is beautiful because it's just like just showing the natural convergence of people wanting to live better healthier lives and these complex not not i shouldn't say complex and these 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 spiritual because it's not complex spiritual life. it's actually very simple spiritual teachings that's the powers and the simplicity so i i have i have loved seeing how mainstream a lot of this stuff is getting uh yeah, been, e even when i even when i watch um a lot movies I've, I've noticed just even in hollywood how many spiritual themes are becoming yeah. more prominent like the movie soul and there's a movie called, I haven't seen it yet, but a movie called Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, which apparently is about awakening. Like you're seeing people, all these people in culture are like 
art is now being infused with these ideas. Um, yeah. It's really fun when you can start to see all the different ways in, in music and movies and, and art and, and self-help circles. And, and you see yeah, all man. the way that these spiritual themes are really com- becoming prominent. And it's just like um, really, really exciting because it's just showing it, like how consciousness is developing. It's so funny, like to, to have like to have this awareness, right, of what's happening in society. And yet you can take like two other people and they'll be talking about like how bad things are getting. <laughs> like, man, like, what the fuck? Like, dude, like, what is happening? You know, and it's like, I know, or at least I believe like w- what I see inside of me and, and stuff like that. But then, well, um, but, but bro, like there's something like occurring and I, and I really like believe that man. And so it's just, <sighs> I think it's how you see the world, man. Life is happening for me or life is happening to me. I'm a victim or yeah. Totally. I, I have, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I have a, that's like one of my pet peeves is when people do that, like, oh man, the world's, the world's just going to shit. You know, the world is just go, everything's bad now. It's like, I've never heard a person. I, I, I've never heard a person say that that felt like a happy person to me. I've yeah. never felt a person that did that whole kind of like, it's that kind of nihilistic kind of like, I'm super intellectual and see the whole, I see the whole world and see how everything's going to shit. I've every time a person has said that and used that kind of language, I have felt the discontent within them. And I felt that really what they're trying to say is that I'm not happy in my own life. And I'm projecting that out onto the world. Because if you actually look at the world and you actually look at the development of humans and development of consciousness, it's all the research, the data, the analysis, all the, the brilliant thinkers are, are pointing to the fact and showing that everything is actually on an upward trajectory and getting better. It might not always feel that way. Of course, there, there are minor setbacks and there are, you know, yeah. there's a pandemics and there's, there's bad things that happen. Of course. I mean, there's, it's not like everything is just always just you know, everything is always just getting better. It's, it's, there's, there's little things that go wrong. And of course, but if you look at the, if you take a really, really wide kind of meta view of everything, you see that consciousness and humans ability for, um, to love each other and, and compassion and, and empathy is actually yeah, on an upward trajectory. So yeah. I think anyone, anyone listening that ever hears people do that kind of like the world's just going crazy, watch, feel into the energy of how that person feels. And you can feel that they're really, there's something that they're not at peace with in their, in themselves that they're projecting onto the world. It's a very, yeah. the, the ego, the ego loves projecting the parts that it's not at peace with out onto the world. Cause it's a very, easy thing for the ego to do is oh it's not a problem within here it's a problem out there yeah um, man. so yeah. it's it, it always goes back to the the what how the person feels in their heart and their and their personal because whatever they're that's... saying about the world goes back to them yeah i mean and it's not even true for the way they see the world but it's through the way they see another human mm-hmm. yeah and like how we see them and how we see the world is a is a confession of our character it's a confession of our heart like this is where i stand right now like the world is a beautiful place the world is an awful place like <laughs> exactly P- perspective perspective is everything perspective yeah. you can it's all and that's a huge aspect of spirituality is is viewing viewing the present moment from a positive perspective and and yeah. what it's actually what's happening in the present moment is actually not as important as viewing viewing the present moment from a from a positive place and actually making peace with the present moment 
Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. a lot of people live their lives. The present moment has to fit certain criteria for them to be happy and satisfied. Um, yeah, and, and that's, that's so one of the good. challenges of spirit. It's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, every it's it's not easy to to be satisfied with the present moment, even when the present moment doesn't feel like it's working for you. You know what I mean? Or there's things you yeah. don't like. But it's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we incarnate is to to go through these challenges and to grow. Yeah. If it was if it was easy, we wouldn't really be growing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that creates growth, right? In the human and is the pain, is the struggle, is the yep. suffering. That's what builds the character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, your, your, your pops was talking on the, on the podcast the other day, this line from Hebrews and it's, it was talking about Jesus and it, and the line was like, for the joy set before him endured the cross scorn. Mm. And it's like, yes, yes, like, yeah, this, this difficulty, whatever, but for the joy that's before him, like you endure it. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's to say like suffering is going to come, but there is joy present ahead of us. And so we endure it and we stay grateful in the midst of the suffering. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's such a powerful line when, when we're fully present and we, when we fully feel the suffering and pain of life, it allows us to then fully feel the joy and the pleasure of life too. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people um, try to escape their pain and cut themselves off from suffering and try to escape suffering and try to escape the present moment. And then they're not able to fully live life in its fullest expressions and it's and the oh. pleasure and the joy too. So part of life is, is accepting the present moment. And if there's pain and suffering, accepting that, if, and then when you, there's, when there's joy, you can accept that. So it's the yeah. duality. It's the duality of, pleasure and pain, joy, suffering, um, and being able to make peace with all of those and accept all of those is, is the challenge. And it's why it's like, we would never love a, a Disney movie that didn't have any drama. Like, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. That's, I, I, that's, that's such a, that's such a great analogy because when people like, I, it's a, it's a common human, um, I mean, it's one of the most universal human kind of questions about life is why is there suffering and pain? Why do bad things happen? And it's a total, I mean, I ask it all the time. It's a total normal kind of response to some of the, the really, some of the hardships of life, but it's like the, the drama isn't a drama if there isn't trials and tribulations and challenges and hardships. Um, it's like, we don't, we don't go to the movies just to watch the main character, not have to go through anything, you know? Um, yeah 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 dude it's uh there's a there's a really cool thing happening in society dude and like you see it and you hear it in music like Mm -hmm. the just rapper like that didn't exist in the 90s and he wasn't played on the radio you know or even sports and like this desire for for racism to end like in all sports or the equality with women in sports like people are realizing hold on like there's something more here and meditation like more people meditate now apps are coming out and um it's for for so long like spirituality was always seen as like okay there's like the spiritual and then there's the secular and it almost feels like they're coming into one yes and that's really exciting for people that are that claim to be spiritual like like ourselves or that have an awareness of it because not everyone does Mm -hmm. Um, but it's exciting. Uh, it's an exciting time to be alive, man. Really? Super exciting. I, I, I think about this all the time when, when, especially when people do that thing that I was talking about of like, Oh, the world's just crazy. Now I'm like, Nope, the world is like, like 
things are way more advanced. People are way more aware than they used to be. Even like 20 years ago. I mean, like, yeah. um, you think I hear some of the stories of like stuff that, that people, um, like my partner, Tina, mm-hmm. like she tells me some of the stories about when she was a kid and I'm just like, Oh my God, what a like a way different world. It was so much less yeah. accepting of people that were different. And like, there's so much more to acceptance. And like you, like, like you just brought up, like you would see like the NFL tackling, like trying to tackle racism and, and, yeah. um, and inequality and, and just booting people like John Gruden, who are just like not living up to certain ethical standards. You know what I mean? Like you see, there's, yeah. like, there's a, there's a new level of accountability in a lot of places because there's just certain stuff that just doesn't fly. Um, yeah. And there's, and just, there's just a, a growth in a lot of these different areas. that's really beautiful to see. Especially in one area we haven't mentioned that much is in, in the political realm and politics and presidential elections and like wanting to see like someone's character and like all of them, not just how it used to be like you do your job and the rest, you know, we can, you know, pass the eye to, but it's like, no, we want the whole person. We want to see them. And we were in energy. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. No, in the, in the political realm, it's, it's, yeah, it's in the, in the political realm, you're definitely, um, politics is so, politics is so tricky because um, it's like there, you can have expressions of higher consciousness, but it's such a, there's so many parts that are just like rotten about the system that even the people in higher consciousness have to kind of operate within the, the system that's just like so kind of so blue so Um, blue so blue um so yeah no politics is politics is a is a very fascinating field i was i was a political science major in college so um have how the the spiral really helped me understand the political dynamics even more Uh, um so anyone listening that's interested in politics i would highly recommend checking out spiral dynamics and seeing how that um you know even helps your understanding of of political dynamics and political relations because it sure did that for me yeah yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I, I freaking, I love wrapping it up with you, man. Like I love talking to you, bro. It's, this is good stuff, man. Yeah. It's so good. This is really good stuff, man. I, um, yeah, man. I hope to see you actually. Are you going to any of your dad's uh, shows? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to Atlanta, then Nashville, um, pretty soon. You're um, doing Atlanta? To... Yeah. Oh, bro. I think I'm going to go to that one. Cause that's really, oh, no way. Are you going to be there? Yeah, because Miami to Atlanta, like, or or Miami to Nashville, but a- Atlanta's even closer, dude. I could... How how far does that drive? Like, six hours? Oh, no, no, I would fly. Oh, you'd fly. Okay, okay. Well, it's super cheap from Miami to Atlanta. It's like two hours, bro. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, T- Tina and I are going to be there. We'd love to hang out with you. Dude, that'd be so dope. Because I think, I think it's back-to-back days, right? Atlanta, then Nashville or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. So are you, do you guys get there like on the day of? I think we get there a day before I'll, I'll, I'll let you know our, our plans. Cause Tina, Tina has our, our plans and everything. I'll, I'll give you, I'll message you. Dude, I'll be there, man. I'll, awesome. I'll there, awesome. I'll, I'll oh, Tina's, Tina's going to be so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure, brother. Dude, it's been, it's been really nice talking to you, man. And thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast and for talking and just getting to know you more and, and hearing your heart, bro. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. Yeah. This was, it was, it was so fun to, to meet you and living the spiral. I'm so glad I have you. I'm so glad I have someone on Twitter. I can actually send soccer stuff too, because uh, <laughs> I've been looking for her soccer homies on, on my Twitter. So yeah, I'm so glad we met and became friends. hundred percent, bro. hundred percent. And I guess I'll be seeing you like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. All right, brother. Much love, dude. Have a great rest of your day. 
Much love. You too. Yes, sir. Bye.